When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Pod save the queen. Hello and welcome back to Pod Save the Queen. It is our last episode before we go on our summer break. So it's not, yes, we're just <laughs> going to have a few weeks off, August off, and then come back at the beginning of September refreshed excited and with lots and lots more to talk about because i'm sure the royals will not be going entirely away over the summer holidays you can probably still catch us on instagram from time to time so find us over there where we are uh, at pod save um, and send us your your questions and comments to keep us entertained and busy in the summer in the summer break i am your host Anne gripper i'm back again i've been a bit in and out it's all telling us it is time to take a break i am joined by <laughs> Amber Grafford, our style director. Hello. Oh. I have had a break, but I'm back and I hope to have another break. Yeah, and she, <laughs> she has a little bit of a, um, a gravelly voice today. Yeah, I'm sorry about the voice. I'm really going to try and keep it um, on an even keel. <laughs> I quite like it. I think it's quite sexy. We should keep it that way. Just start smoking more or something. Yeah. Just keep it permanent. It's the whiskey. It's it works <laughs> every time. Yeah. <laughs> So we'll probably keep this short and sweet, like, you know, the last day of school before you go on your summer break, get let out early by the teachers, um, because, you know, the, there are, we, we thought we'd just talk about some fashion things and how lessons we can learn from the royals, maybe for our summer, from our summer wardrobes, but we can't not talk about Prince George, because it was his birthday on Monday, happy birthday Prince George, I mean, why wouldn't you already be listening? To he Pod was Save looking particularly cheeky, particularly cute, I have to say. He was looking very cute, so yeah. you know, we've got used to having pictures of the little Cambridges released for their birthdays, taken by their mum, so kind of like family, you know, the, the not posed, more natural. Yeah, the, the little moments that you don't usually get to see. Yeah, so there, there were three pictures released um, from two different so we had two different outfits although well there's interesting things to talk about with the outfits here <laughs> maybe some mild controversy um so there's the one from on holiday where he kind of looked a bit sort of i don't know i guess it was portraity and classic and a bit what well, you didn't really get a flavor of him as a person no i think but the other two we've got uh, a little six-year-old with gappy teeth <laughs> uh, a cheeky grin he looks very pleased with himself <laughs> <laughs> and an England football shirt. Which I'm sure every little boy wants to wear. Yeah. Well, so it's, it's an interesting choice. And uh, like the picture that I love um, out of the three of us, the one where he's, you know, he's like lying down in the grass, laughing his head off, kind of got his hand across his chest. It's just like, uh, you know, looks like he's having the best time in the world and looks like carefree and normal, like do, a kid. Do you think as a mum, Kate's got to the point where she's kind of had to bargain with him and say, okay, so this outfit for this photo, <laughs> and then the other picture you get to wear what you would like. Maybe. Maybe. Well, I guess he doesn't know which pictures are going out. 
He must know that mommy's taking a, a bit, bit of extra time over the photos. Maybe. Well, I get, yeah, I wonder how often she is taking photos. Mm. Whether she's always got the big camera out or she's just yeah. snapping away <laughs> on her iPhone. <laughs> iPhone and it's all, yeah. Or other phones are available. Mm. Um, you know, filling up her memory so she can't download the new version of Facebook because <laughs> it's all full of family photos. I would imagine that is uh, familiar for a lot of people listening, certainly it is for some of my colleagues. Oh, I can't get that new app. Got to delete loads of pictures of my kids. No, I can't do it. Um, so yeah, so I thought I thought it was interesting that he was wearing the England football shirt. So yeah. um, not what we used to see the Royals wearing. Let's be honest. No, definitely not. I mean, we see them in their sports gear if they're like playing things or doing an activity. They tend to be quite posh pursuits. Yes, polo. Yes, as, as discussed last time. If yep. you come down from your giddy high of the, the kind of recording, <laughs> it's like, oh my goodness, they've all just arrived at the polo. Probably <laughs> the most sugar-infused uh, pod we've had since <laughs> since a wedding. But um, the uh, yeah, so I I did a little bit of research on the shirt because I thought we have just had the Women's World Cup, which had like yep. a big um, you know big impact. I think we've talked about it in here before. Um, but his shirt is from last summer from the men's team it's got like a little bit of red in the collar i've been writing extensively about football shirts recently so i should have known this <laughs> well you didn't have to write about england you were writing about the new season this and the club true. Teams. this is true so we're not expected to know this no. so um prince william is an aston villa supporter and he is patron or no he's president of the fa so he is very involved in football and he does send good luck messages to the england team so it's probably okay that prince george is an England fan, England supporter, of course. wearing an English shirt. Yeah. He is a future Prince of Wales, though. Controversial. Maybe Contr- he, he can be a fan of both. Maybe he can be a fan of both. Because it's a funny thing. So um, for our overseas listeners, uh, so I am I am English, and I if Wales are playing, I'll support Wales as well, or Scotland. I'd like to see them win, or Ireland. Very generous win. of well, you. Well, yeah, not against <laughs> England necessarily, although I am married to a Welshman, so I, Ooh. you know, gets a bit controversial. Um, but there is great rivalry between Wales and Scotland and Ireland and Northern Ireland and England. We're kind of the enemy. Yes. And you don't really want to see England do well. I mean, I think there was great delight when England got beaten in the semi-finals last year, and certainly in the Men's World Cup. I think possibly less so in the women's. I don't think they're seen as quite so sort of self-entitled <laughs> and <laughs> expecting of success. So... um so yes, yeah, so I'm Dutch. I can sit perfectly on the fence with this conversation, not not get into any trouble. Who's your rivals? Belgium, Germany. Um, yeah, Belgium and Germany. We don't like to be beaten by them. Yeah, exactly. So, but that's how that's how yeah. Welsh people or Scottish people feel about England. You know, Engl- mm. the England team. I mean, one of the most famous clashes in kind of English English folklore is Scotland versus England when they dismantled the Scot the the, the um, goalposts at Wembley because <laughs> it all got it all got a bit of ha- out of hand but anyway when you're six it's all fine it's all fine but there is um there is a different issue that um parents sometimes face when their children are six in that you know you've supported Aston Villa while you're growing up and you know you, you like them maybe because they wear claret and blue and uh, you know they had some good players playing when you were growing up now they're not as good so you choose a different team. so your child probably won't want to, well probably won't but may not want to support the same team as you and that again is you know heartbreaking mm. for some parents and becomes very um a little bit tricky but anyway there we go that's more insight into the uh the world of football but he looks very cute so that's oh, all that yeah, matters really it is all that matters yeah. really 
So yeah, no, it's it's a good look, and it's it is nice to see him looking like a a normal child. Yeah, exactly, just informal fun, and it's a time when it's clearly appropriate to wear shorts. Yeah, exactly. For anyone that, that um, isn't aware, we're having ridiculously hot weather in the UK at the moment. We're not used to this. Yeah, no, we're not. We're no. Not coping. Um, but also, you know... There was I mean, I'm sick. That's how much I'm not coping. <laughs> it's just not the only It's ridiculous. <laughs> but um, no, but when, you know, when George first started toddling about, every time we saw him, whatever the weather, he was always in shorts and those long socks. He loved those long socks. So he's kind of grown out of that look now. He's yeah. older. But actually, he could have worn a pair of long socks with that. He could have worn some football socks. <laughs> look quite cute. Very good. Yeah. Very good. Sort of like, what's the word? Uh, Satirising his own yes. his own royal <laughs> style. Excellent. Anyway, so lovely pictures. Um, we did like to think about um, how much the royal tooth fairy might bring, what the going rate might be for royal teeth. I think he had a good night. Yeah, so, it's an impressive gap. Yeah, so uh, I don't know whether this is a whether this is a tradition all around the place, but certainly <laughs> in the in the UK, when you've had a tooth come out, you leave it under your pillow, and then the tooth fairy will come yeah, and leave some money for you. Yeah, it used to be a coin, but I think it's notes these days. A bit of paper. Well, it probably yeah. fits under the pillow easier, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> well, who know who knows what you get when you're a boy? I mean, you can't fit like a horse or something under the pillow. That's not going to go so. Not gonna work. Probably a fairy couldn't carry a horse anyway. Oh, right. So, well, we hope you had a lovely birthday. Yep. Jelly and ice cream and uh pass the parcel and all all of the good stuff from when you're six. Or probably a football party, looking at his outfit. Quite possibly. So, um anyway, back to our two favourite ladies, Megan and Kate. Yes. We've seen it, we've seen a bit. So Megan is obviously still on maternity leave. Yep. But we've seen her at a number of different occasions now most recently the lion king yes premiere on yeah, the red carpet very glamorous yes very glamorous and kind of chic slick back hair you know kind of you know, hollywood glam and like quite a classic yeah i mean we style. talked before about what would happen when she came back and whether she her style would change now that she's a mother um it, it wasn't a dress that's remarkably different to the things we've seen her wearing before so she's obviously sticking to the things that she likes she has a very um kind of strong sense of style and she's obviously just going to stick to the things that she likes but come on Anne you've said it to me before tell me about this dress Jason Wu yeah so this is a Jason Wu dress and it's like it's fine it's kind of a prom dress length and it's a kind of a nice a-liner shape and a a sort of sweet arty bodice it kind of you know in other looks it could be a wedding dress if it was white it it would be a style that brides might wear and the you know the sheer i'm not massively a fan of sheer sleeves over the top anyway no it's not my favorite thing either i don't think it's really i don't i don't really like it it doesn't i feel it reduces the glamour i like shoulders out all out yeah and I, I don't know, I, it just didn't really do it for me. I thought it could have been designed better by other designers that she wears. It's like the style that she usually does and she would wear it and it would be either a duo or a Givenchy and it would fit impeccably and it would have been an absolutely amazing dress. I, I, I see where you're coming from, although I did think she looked amazing. So then I thought, all right, so it's Jason Wu. I have, this is ringing bells with me. I feel like I've been unhappy about Jason <laughs> Wu that she's really? worn in the past. <laughs> And so there's there's one there's a the blue kind of frilled dress. There's like a frill down the front. I can't you quite didn't like that. Either, I didn't did like you? that either. No. I can't quite remember whether it was when she was sort of in. I don't think it was during her. I think it was pregnancy on a tour. time. I think it, yeah. Mm. But it was it was just one of those like weird dresses. I think it was one of those ones that looked better in. Of course, it's Michelle Obama that made Jason Wu a household name. 
But I would say Michelle Obama and Meghan have very different physiques. They do, yeah. You know, Michelle is is a kind of a really... She's an incredible kind of figure of a woman. She is a really... She's like she's broader, she's taller, she's more powerful appearing. And she, yeah. She can... I don't know, she can carry kind of big dresses, And they've worked together for a long time. And maybe sometimes when you dip in and out of working with a designer, you don't have that relationship. They don't really understand what it is that you're looking for and I think that's why with when you look at Kate when she goes to her go-to it works because they know exactly what she wants and I think we're starting to see that with Megan really and she does work with Claire Waite Keller at Givenchy it gets it right every time I think she looks incredible when she wears Dior of course that's a French couture house it's all about fit and it's all about getting everything 100% right so maybe that's kind of where that's her comfort zone really but realistically she's also got a small baby to look after at the moment and it's not her number one is it no I mean am I going to spend more time getting doing another dress fitting with you know this person that I see once every six months or whatever no I think I'd rather go to baby singing and baby yoga and (laughs) just do do all of that nice stuff yeah chill out have a nap have a nap maybe um so yeah, I, I'm not convinced that Jason Wu should stay in her wardrobe. No, but what Long is so nice time. to see is how happy she looks. Yeah, they did. They yeah. looked like they were having a really nice. They time. really, really did, and that's you know more important than anything else. No, date night, date, date night with the date husband. Night. Yeah, and he looked very dapper. We yes. discussed that. Yes, mm. tux. Yeah, or dinner suit. I mean, most like men look good when they kind of put on a tux, but I've got to say, he does do it very well. Yeah, the, it's one of those things that it's weird when someone doesn't look good in it or they kind of look uncomfortable or they're just it's yeah, yeah. It, you notice it it's kind of almost the opposite but he did he did look very dashing on the red carpet um with Megan um I did enjoy Megan's um Wimbledon looks as well yeah she looked great so yeah one obviously sort of casual with her friends and then one a bit more glam with Kate. If there's a woman who knows how to wear a crisp white shirt, it's oh, Megan. Oh my goodness. She's nailed that. Yes. Mm. This is not something I can do. <laughs> like, Everyone can do it. No, I don't look, I, white doesn't really suit me. Really? I'd probably manage to throw something down it within the first five minutes. Plus working in a newsroom with newspapers no. everywhere. You've got black, you know, kind of inky fingers before you even start the day. And yeah, I, I will leave that one to Megan. Maybe yeah, she should give me fresh. Jason Wu. Yep. And she can keep the white shirts. Yep. I'm not sure I can do Jason. It was a Shimonji shirt. I think it helps. That probably does help. Yeah. Yes. but And probably well-pressed by somebody who knows how to use an iron yeah. for she a job. dash there on the tube. No. Yes. Also helps. But it just... Uh, when she... Cause it was a look that we saw at the um, Invictus Games when she and Harry first appeared. Yeah, and that shirt properly sold out. Yeah. and it, But it's, she just looks... It's an effortless look. If you're someone that can pull it off, and I think it's a look can look incredibly chic and incredibly effortless. And I think that's actually where Megan does kind of shine and look her best Mm. when she kind of puts together. It's very her style. Yes, I'm put together, but I'm I'm not really put together. It's all just this is all just I've just picked some things out. I've just just tied my hair back. It's all very and her her white shirts. They always seem slightly oversized as well somehow. Yeah, which really I don't know. I think it makes it sexy. Yeah. No, it's all about the cut for sure. And then she teamed it with a Hugh, the pleated Hugo Boss skirt. Which she was just, fun. Yeah, she looked very fresh, very, very all England tennis, really. And I, yeah, I enjoyed the kind of like the colour pop in the yep. skirt as well, the, sort of the blue and the pleats and that kind of thing. And obviously like white for the tennis as well mm. in the shirt. That's always a good option. I mean, yep. 
we know that Kate loves to dress for an event as she well. Does. She's been looking incredible. I mean, she she doesn't ever put a foot wrong, but I think we just see her kind of go from strength to strength, really. And I know we've talked about it a lot, but Wimbledon was definitely her wig. Yes. So, I mean, she's she has been on a really good run. So there's, there's a nice sort of white dress with the buttons down it to start. You know, like, okay, Kate has ticked off her white Wimbledon dress. <laughs> look, I think uh, Zoe and I were talking about it when I was last on. We'll probably see her in white. Um, and then we saw uh, the return of the green Dolce & Gabbana dress. Yes. Which was from a tour. From 2016, yeah. Which I think was Canada. Yeah, really amazing colour on her. I think she'd had to have it taken in because she's very tiny at the moment. Yeah. So it's already been customised because it fitted her like a glove. But again, it's just, I mean, to wear that green at Wimbledon, it was very striking. True. It is, mm. It's a great colour and the shape, I love the kind of like the flicky skirt. And yeah, I, I, very feminine. I really loved it the first time around when she wore it. And it it's one of those weird ones that I remember because it had it had already been bespoke for her or adapted from yeah. one that had like a giant sort of clock on it or pocket pocket watch style. That she'd had taken she'd off. She'd had yeah. taken off. I was like, oh, I want the one with the watch. Do you know? Yeah. I didn't like the watch. You didn't I like the watch. No watch. Well, we have... I, I'm, I have the slightly more, um, what's the word, loud taste possibly than Amber. Amber's I'm wearing very, black right now. Yeah, Amber, Amber dress is much more like Megan. She's very classic and chic and I'm, fer- I'm full of admiration. And you're for like Amber Kate because you like colour. I do like, I th- probably more like the Queen, I think. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I'm, I think, you know, I colour block quite a lot. So I, I wear the things that I find in my wardrobe. I mean, the, I think the Queen dress is better than me, to be fair. Sally Hughes would be very pleased to hear that you dress like the Queen. Well, I'm wearing, uh, we go, fuchsia pink, fuchsia yeah. pink dress today. <laughs> you can see it on the, on the Instagram later. We're going to take a little picture once we get our props out. Um, but, uh, yeah, so I, yeah, Kate's looks over Wimbledon were lovely. So the return of the green dress was great. And then Amelia Wickstead for, for the, the grand finale. Yeah, I thought it looked incredible. That's a very now colour. It's a kind of a quite pale lilac shade. We're going to be seeing lots of that on the high street for next season. So she's kind of bang on trend. Not what I think that that's something that she's uh, too too keen to aspire to. Um, I love Amelia Wickstead. Um I love the fact that she always does that midi length. It's very figure hugging, but it's never too tight. It was just everything ticked every box. It looked really, really beautiful. I think, so I'd never heard of Amelia Wickstead until I started writing about Kate wearing clothes, which I have been doing for quite a long time quite now. Quite a long time, yeah. It's been around a long time. I've been working on the internet team since 2009. So, wow. you know, me and Kate, we've been hanging out together for yeah. a long, long <laughs> Good time. Good friends, yeah. Good friends. I have a weird encyclopedic knowledge, sort of, of... disturbing sometimes it is yes i'm I'm sure i've seen that happen before um and yeah so emilia wickstead is one of those designers who has she has been wearing pretty much since she got married i think probably we saw emilia wickstead on the first tour and sometimes you don't kind of get the magic of it because they look they're amazing dresses and usually you see a celebrity wearing it in a still shot but I think what was so great at Wimbledon was that obviously she came on to present the trophy and you could see her moving in it and I think that's when you really see how amazing those dresses are. So I think Amelia Wickstead is one of the um, designers I've been like okay if I was going to start using designers that Kate had I mean obviously if I suddenly had extra noughts in my bank balance we'd be we'd be there all the time or they did like a diffusion range with one of the high street shops Amelia Wickstead would be high on my list of me too but also she is sort of in the slightly more affordable end of the designer designer people yeah also they're wearable dresses yes they're not kind of I mean obviously she does much more red carpet showy dresses but actually the mainstay of her collection is this kind of chic kind of um Day, effortless day wear really yeah. 
I think, yeah, so if I was going to go crazy and splurge on a sort of a, a day wear style dress from one of the Kate and Megan stable, I think the, the names that I've always liked, I've always enjoyed the things from Amelia Wickstead and from Roxander as well, actually. Yeah, yeah very similar design aesthetic, I think. Um, it's not very fussy. It's the attention to detail, really, and I think that's what's so important when you're wearing something that going to be photographed and kind of scrutinized by everybody around the world you can't afford to get it wrong and I think they're both really really reliable designers really reliable designers so um both of our our favorite ladies smashing it what did you make of the um polo outfits as well did you have a look at them yeah it was, I mean we, we, we were very excited that day got very very overexcited so Kate um, was obviously wearing something it's, you know, when she's off duty she does that look doesn't she kind of quite floaty she likes to you know wear a floaty summer dress with a castanar wedge we know she does that and then obviously we had Megan as well wearing a Lisa Marie Fernandez dress we haven't seen her wearing anything by that designer before it's actually meant to be worn belted it has a huge belt that comes with it but obviously she just had a baby it was a hot day so she didn't wear the belt around it but it was just nice to see them looking kind of quite informal kind of relaxed yeah. and just uh, yeah I'm dealing with we're here with it was the, a family moment that's why we with loved the children. it yeah, yeah. No, it was lovely um one thing I did notice while looking back over um Megan's outfits um that she's been wearing since she's um since she's had Archie and I must say a shout out to Megan's mirror at this point because it's always a really it's a lovely website to visit and uh, if I need to have a quick okay What's Megan been doing? <laughs> she been wearing? It's always That's there. My, it's my it's my quick yeah. go to have a look, catch catch myself up. So thank you to the fine ladies there, and um, we we enjoyed talking to you just over a year ago when on the, on the Trooping the Color um, pod. So we must get see if we can uh, catch up and see what you have been making of Megan's evolving um, life and style over the last year or so. Um, but yeah, so one thing I noticed was the number of different pairs of sunglasses Megan has. Like different brands, slightly different uh, slightly different shapes. I mean, I think she has got quite a lot of pairs where I would probably struggle to tell the difference because I think there's even, you know, she's got even more than we have seen. Yeah, a lot of them weeks. are very similar. But again, she knows what suits her face shape, so she kind of sticks to what she knows. Although, interestingly, the, it was kind of a more of an aviator shape, wasn't it, the sunglasses that she was wearing at the polo? Yeah, because normally she goes for sort of those sort of cat, slightly cat flicky or yeah. solid, solid-ish ones mm. most of the time. But she's got, you know, she's got black ones, she's got tortoiseshell, she's got all sorts. She loves a tortoiseshell sunglass, for sure. So what do you see as the key things for... If you how do you choose sunglasses? Well, you go to, to the websites with all these companies that sell all the sunglasses. And they'll always give you the classic guidelines of what to wear if you have a, an oval face, a round face. For starters, I'm, does anyone actually know what their face shape is? I think the best advice is just go into a shop and just try a load on. Because I think sometimes if you're too governed by the styles that you're told to wear, you're probably going to miss out on the most fabulous pair of sunglasses you ever could have bought. And fashion changes. Sometimes we all want something that's a bit oversized, sometimes a bit more understated. you just got to go and have fun with it and try them on. So I, I Don't listen to the rules. Break the rules. Break the, ooh, break break the, the rules. rules. And... Do you need more than one pair of sunglasses? Well, I've got, got about 30, so I don't <laughs> <laughs> Right, here is clearly the question of the week. Who has got more pairs of sunglasses, Amber or Megan Markle? I did Markle? start editing them. That, that's them edited down. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Well, it's an so, easy thing to collect. I spend a lot of time bored at airports, so that's when it all goes wrong. <laughs> that sounds dangerous. Very really dangerous. dangerous. So, um, traditionally, I used to buy 
cheap sunglasses because that's like oh no I do I'm a big fan of a cheap pair of sunglasses I lose them all the time sit on them all of that kind of thing they don't have to be expensive I think one of my favourite pairs of sunglasses got stolen off my beach towel on a beach in Newquay and that really annoyed me and anyway so um, tomorrow's my wedding anniversary is it really? with my husband yes and that means I will have had my pair of sunglasses for four years I think that's really good that's a good run because one of one of our treats to ourselves that we wanted to, no we're, we're going to get ourselves some nice sunglasses because we knew Ooh. we were going to go on a we were getting married obviously in July and we knew we were going to go on a little drive in an open top car after the wedding ceremony that's lovely yeah well, so we had a we had a red Morgan um sport like a little sports car um because the village that I grew up in had a garage that rented them and I'd always wanted Aww. to have a Morgan garage so obviously you can tell at this stage we're slightly diverging from the royals and I'm just talking <laughs> about my life um let me tell you more about my life let me minute. tell you more about my life yeah. anyway so um my husband Ben and I was like we're going to treat ourselves to some nice sunglasses mm. and buy some proper ones so I knew I was getting married in a Morgan car I knew I was getting married by the seaside in July um, I'd got a lovely dress. It was quite classic, um, sort of almost more classic Hollywood rather than wedding dressy. It was quite stiff, yeah. sleek. It was fishtail, nice little cowl back. So is this, is this the, the glass? Okay. So it's a slightly battered case mm-hmm. because I have um, fallen over and sat on the case in the past. So it's the cases always get broken. Yeah, well the ca- so it's doing all right. But actually having a proper case, even if you have cheap sunglasses and a proper case, that's probably going to help a lot. Oh, clang as I put the case down. So these are my sunglasses. I went oversized. They are very fabulous. They're fabulous. And now yeah. they go with everything. Yes. Because but they're massive. So I love them. So quite Jackie-o. Quite Jackie-o. Mm. I get quite big sort of, they're not good for tan lines. But the good thing about going for styles like that is they're never in or out of fashion, are they? You're going to be able to wear those forever. Now, you'll like the fact that the glasses I've bought in, I own two pairs of these. Excellent. Because I thought I'd lost them and I got very upset about losing them. So I ordered another pair and then I found the original. Excellent. Let me see your pair. So Amber's are like a tortoise shell. What would you call that shape? Um, It's a bit of a Ray-Ban classic quite 50s aren't they yeah yeah you could i mean you could totally drive around in a open top kind of like a um almost like just, a classic american car so i've got two pairs of the sunglasses i just need an open top car now i'm nearly there yeah yeah okay so i mean amber's got a few weeks off the podcast so she's got a little bit more time in her life it's giving me some ideas got a car that wants to take her for a spin um so we've we've talked about the sunglasses are there any other kind of style tips that we can pick up from our Friends in the royal family for our Do you know who I think has been looking absolutely incredible? And that's Pippa. Mm-hmm. She looked fantastic. She was by Kate's side a lot at Wimbledon. She obviously really enjoys Wimbledon as well. Um, a designer that I've always personally loved, Anna Mason, British designer who does lots of really feminine dresses and she loves floral prints. It's very girly, very feminine, but she, her design's very modern. And I've always thought she's incredible. And I've noticed that Pippa's picked her up and has been wearing lots of her dresses. And she also wore that beautiful pink Stella McCartney dress and she matched it with the pink hat and the pale shoes. I just think she has looked really um, feminine and kind of softer than we're used to seeing her. And I think every single outfit she wore at Wimbledon, I would like to take home and hang in my wardrobe. Okay. Mm. Alongside she's, your she's sunglasses. She's my Wimbledon favourite, alongside <laughs> all my sunglasses. Oh dear. Okay. So, and who are you looking forward to seeing what they do next? Kate, to be honest with you, because I think we've we've got a lot more. There's she's got more to give. 
I think where she's really coming into herself, I think this is growing confidence, her role's growing. I'm just really interested to see how that evolves. And obviously there's interesting tours coming up as well. Interesting tours and she's got all her her causes that she's supporting. I think it's going to be a really good end to the year. And so you mentioned the uh, sort of lilac-y colour that she wore that we're liable to see on the high street. I'm going to see lots of it. What else um, are your predictions, royal connected or otherwise, that we can look forward to seeing and kind of that translation from... I just feel that they, particularly with Kate, I think she's wearing more fashion-led looks. And I don't know if it's it's a conscious thing or it's just that she is bolder and she's being drawn more to kind of what I would describe as higher-end catwalk looks. I think we're going to see her leading. We've always loved her style and we've always kind of bought into, right from back when she was wearing the LK Bennett shoes and the Reese dresses, we bought into it. Um, I mean, we may not be able to buy into some of the higher-end looks, but I think we're definitely going to be following her more as, as, as actually as, as, as a sort of style trendsetter than we did before. So it's interesting, there's a, um, there's a spread that I noticed in the papers at the weekend about how um, Princess Diana wasn't necessarily seen as a fashion trend setter when she was alive. No. But now everybody's wearing the stuff that she wore, so she's kind of, her looks have come back but later again, which in I thought Di- was interesting. Later in Diana's life, she had more freedom. I think people were definitely looking to her. I mean, obviously everyone always copied what she wore. But I think she played it safe initially. And I think very similarly with Diana, I think later in her life, she was much bolder with her choices and was wearing really kind of quite high-end fashionable looks. And I think we might see a similar path. So it's going to be a bit more admiring from a distance and looking for the copycats. I think so. But there'll be plenty of them around, so I don't think we need to worry. No. Okay, so... Um, are you going to do something nice in your non-pod Save the Queen time over the next few weeks? I'm going to a wedding in Nantucket. Nice. Mm, I'm that excited. Sounds yeah. That sounds fun. Um, and I've got a bit of holiday time. I'm going to enjoy the garden and try mm. and keep my vegetables alive. We're just going to try weather. and stay cool for yeah. the next couple of days, I think. It is hot, hot, hot mm. here. We will also be... Um, tracking down some interesting people to speak to yes so that we have lots and lots of, of exciting things to bring you when we come back in september if you have got um suggestions of things that you would like to hear more of or less of or people that you think we should definitely get in touch with or have spoken to before and you want to hear more from then um do let us know you can always email us pod save the queen at trinitymirror.com or on our Instagram or find us on Twitter. I'm at Anne Gripper. Amber is Amber Mirror Fash. Yes. F A S H. Um, and thank you to everybody who has taken part over the last, no matter how long we've been doing it, this series, like 10 months or so. Yeah. Not We're much. going strong. We've been going strong. So, um, yes, apologies for the interruption in service last week. There was a, there was a plan and then there were events and yeah. we, d- we didn't quite make it, but we've made it made it this week, despite Amber's gravelly. Yeah, I'm sorry about yeah. that. So we're going to take, take her out, give her a lemsip <laughs> and, uh, and take a break. But um, wishing you all a very relaxing summer, hopefully, and we look forward to seeing you or hearing you or you hearing us in September. But until next time... Pod save the queen!